Hello and welcome to the Cherry Hill Perspective for Friday, May 12th. Today on Making Sense, we're talking premiumization, and then on Secrets of Success, we look at the gray divorce, and for the lighter side, we explore how to expand your luck surface area. Enjoy. So let's talk premiumization. If it seems as if things are getting more expensive, it may be more than inflation at work. Premiumization, now say that five times fast, is the process of upscaling products to appeal to higher income consumers, people who are willing and able to pay more. These fancier pricer products drive up revenues for businesses. Businesses have long segmented customers and made unique offerings to wealthier cohorts, but the trend definitely picked up during the pandemic. So why did this happen? This is an intentional process by companies to raise prices and profits, and it's not happening by accident. It has been furthered by income inequality, as well as wealthy people continue to control more money, companies are interested in earning their business. During the pandemic, people had nowhere to go and nothing to spend their disposable income on, resulting in bloated bank accounts that are very attractive to big and small businesses alike. The top 40% of earners in America are sitting on more than a trillion dollars in savings amassed during the early part of the pandemic, and companies want access to it. So what does this mean? The flip side of seemingly everything being offered in a premium version is that it's getting harder to find basic quality products. With 54% of Canadians living paycheck to paycheck, we must acknowledge that most of us don't have the resources for fancy or trendy upscale products. Most people need high quality basics, but with some companies over-focused on revenues from wealthier people, the attention to more mainstream products designs is waning. A glaring example is Disney World. In addition to the admission prices, my research suggests it's about $109 US per person per day to get in, Disney will happily sell you a Lightning Lane Pass, which can cost anywhere from $9 to $20 US per person per attraction. Naturally, there are only so many people who can visit a particular attraction per hour, so line jumpers are using Lightning Passes to force everyone else to wait in the line longer than a normal queue. This Disney experience highlights that the wealthier are getting a better experience and everyone else is not quite getting what they paid for and are probably receiving worse service. So it's not quite fair, is it? So now for secrets of success, we're gonna talk about the gray divorce. Divorce is never fun and definitely not a fun topic, but getting a divorce later in life can have a major upheaval. One 54-year-old says, my former spouse worked in accounting and I was taking care of the kids and I figured this is great. He willfully gave up all the reins of the financial side when they married and then, after 13 years of marriage, he realized his ignorance about their money situation. As we start to get to the gray years, couples have typically been together for a long time, so their lives are very intertwined and this includes their assets. There is so much less time to recoup any financial losses caused by a divorce and maybe no time at all if the split happens after retirement. This decision can be so tough that there's lots of couples that do stay together and not for the right reasons. And it can get even more complicated if one of the spouses was non-working and has to try to venture back into the workforce after many years away. We are now seeing an increase in gray divorces, with one in four divorces now occurring over the age of 50. 
with both men and women living longer, careers stretching into and past age 60 for many, people are saying, I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. Whether you're looking down the line at a divorce or not, there are several things that you should take into consideration from these stats. First of all, if you're not the one that's the finance person in the relationship, you should start to get involved. This does not mean all of a sudden taking on the investing decisions or necessarily being the negotiator for the upcoming mortgage renewal. You should, however, be part of the conversation and have scheduled budget and finance meetings with your partner. The numbers show that people who divorce over the age of 50 have a decline in their standard of living, but it's more dramatic for women. Men typically have see a decline of about 21%, while women tend to see a decline of 45%. Making moves like selling the family home may be difficult emotionally, but it could mean the difference between having enough for retirement or not. Take the time to fully understand your finances, including all investments, savings, debts, work pensions, and government pensions. This could also include frequent flyer points. Assemble a team that has your best interest at heart. You're going to want to have a team that consists of a lawyer, financial planner, and accountant. Remember, these aren't your therapists and many change charged by the hour. So instead of looking for emotional support from them, maybe look to engage a therapist as well. Growing together in a relationship is difficult and many find that when the kids leave and careers are winding down, they're not married to the person they were 20 years ago. If you're not quite in the gray zone, or even if you are, take some time now to connect with your partner away from devices and talk about what needs to be done. Constantly reconnecting with your partner might just save you the headaches and expenses down the line. Now for the lighter side, we're going to talk about increasing your luck surface area. So what is your luck surface area? Well, let's discover this together. Luck, by definition, is about chance, but it's not actually all out of your control. So why not use this model to increase your chance of luck? So the luck surface area, or chance of being lucky, is equivalent to the action you take towards your passion, multiplying it by the number of people you effectively communicate your passion and activities to. Simply put, luck equals passion by doing times effective storytelling. Here are some actionable takeaways. Take small risks regularly. Part of doing more in your area of passion involves taking consistent small risks and experimenting. Expect fails and setbacks. Experiments will fail. Some of your doing will seem to go nowhere. Consider what you can learn from it and how you can incorporate it into your broader story and try again. It's all part of the process. Focus on building expertise and connections. Rather than judging your movement by whether a project is successful, consider projects based on their ability to extend your expertise and network in your chosen areas of passion. Keep expanding your network. Work hard to expand your network by making new connections and contributing to them in meaningful ways. Be open, be generous, and put others forward in an authentic way as you can connect and contribute to others. Share your passion appropriately. Be open to sharing the passion work that you are doing in ways that people might find interesting and useful. Ensure that your network knows what you are doing, what you care about, and what you're capable of without selling in a crass sense. Think about how and when you tell your story through conversations, blog posts, social media, or anywhere. And lastly, be open to unexpected and unusual opportunities. Much of the discussions around luck explores the tendency for luck breaks to come in unexpected ways from unexpected sources and new opportunities taking you to unexpected paths forward. 
To catch luck, you'll need to be open, flexible, and ready to take on these opportunities even when they don't align with your original plan. Good luck! Thank you for joining us on the Cherry Hill Perspective. All comments are of a general nature and should not be relied upon as individual advice. The views and opinions expressed in this commentary may not necessarily reflect those of Harborfront Wealth Management. While every attempt is made to ensure accuracy, facts and figures are not guaranteed. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing or tax advice. Please seek advice from your accountant regarding anything raised in the content of the podcast regarding your individual tax situation. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial services provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.